Sorry for the interruption. Coming up is a podcast brought to you by the dedicated and diverse volunteers at 3CR. Our podcasts keep community strong, and for the month of June, we're asking listeners to donate to the station to help keep us going. We rely on the generous donations of the community to survive. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and show your support for community-owned and community-run media. Happy listening. There is a place where time stands still, where nature is harsh and demanding, where only the quick and the strong and the deadly can survive. This place is no place for civilized man. And yes, you do. You go into the greatest little country in the world if you're not uh, an Indigenous person or if you're a trans person or any of those things. And of course, we're uh, on Showreel at 3CR, the uh, radio station that actually brings the voice to those people and all ranges of the community which do actually make up the Australian community. Not homogeneous, but full of joy. And uh, 3CR's showreel program is focused on Australian filmmakers and the moving image as made and performed by Australians. And why is that important? Well, I was thinking about it when I was sitting here uh, re- readying myself for the Radiothon show. Of course, it's Radiothon, and we are calling on you to donate now, 94198377. Or you could go to the SMS and make a pledge of support, 0488809855. What's that number? Terribly long, 0488 The reason for why I want to do this program about uh, focusing on Australian film and uh, its makers is because they are the people who are in that sort of creative world are actually making sure that you register, you, the community, register uh, your community and your culture. People think that uh, Australia doesn't have culture But, of course, that's the most absurd notion. It's like saying you don't like politics when in every breath that you take you're involving yourself in politics by existing. The people who make these uh, images and these uh, uh, views of our world are um, making sure that we're not lost in the events that surround us. And uh, I... I would really uh, love it if you showed your appreciation for Showreel, 94198377, to ensure that it continues and 3CR continues and that we don't get uh, swallowed up by the wave of uh, endless international intonation that uh, is uh, found on endless screens. Uh, I recently went to a uh, screening of an Australian film, which was, uh, what is it, uh, What Women Want, 
uh, a really nice, tasty little humorous feature that came from Western Australia. And uh, a lot of uh, females in the cast, uh, it was funny. It was uh, cheeky. And uh, I overheard someone saying, oh, you know, that's, it's everything what's wrong with the Australian film. And I thought, how bizarre. It's really, as I was telling someone about that story, they said to me, yes, but it probably wasn't a film for them. Uh, wrong audience. And that's the beauty of the level of uh, 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 diversity that uh, is allowed when you get the local voice and you get the local makers and all those people who are struggling to ensure that they get their voice out there. Um, I, talk, I talked to Mary Zunakis recently with her film um, My, Rebecca, My Rebetica Blues, which is actually about a form of music that comes out of uh, Greece. Well, actually, it comes out of not just Greece. It, it turns out in her uh, investigations, it's actually a Byzantine and Ottoman Empire world that uh, has come to Australia in the uh, uh, from her past, her family's past coming to Australia because of course Australia is a land of migrants. If you're not an Indigenous person then you are a part of a diaspora and this particular film was an Australian voice and I got to talk to Mary about the making of that film which is a fascinating film uh, and I thought you'd like to share a little taste of uh, her Australian perspective on the world and why she's a filmmaker. So uh, your personal journey, uh, you start off saying you, as a child, wanted just to be a normal Aussie kid. Uh, yeah. And become, and that's um, something common. But now Australia mm. has grown up a bit, hasn't it? Mm, yeah, exactly, yeah. Look, when I grew up, which was in the 70s, I just didn't want, I mean, it was, you know, it was a time of different kind of policy making, right, too. So we'd just come out of assimilation and we were just moving into multicultural policies, whatever. But I was, you know, I don't know, 10 or something, no, 8 or something like this and really didn't want to have anything to do with my Greek culture at all because I also grew up in um, Mount Truitt in the western suburbs, which was that point was, it still is, you know, very, very, at that point, sorry, it was very white working class. Now it's actually quite um, multicultural, um, but but still got quite a lot of working class, white working class. And we were the first wogs on the street, literally. Um, and, you know, I just didn't want anything to do with it. And so the film, weirdly, I, I didn't expect this at all, because I was doing this journey to discover the music, to talk about forced migration, to look at the kind of history, you know, all of this sort of stuff. But it actually made me realise how Australian I am. Like, in fact, I'm, I'm deeply Australian. And I hadn't realised that before. I always, like, I was never at home here. I was Greek Australian. I didn't know where my home was or whatever, whatever. But I actually found making the film that I am, I am really Australian. And being born here, there's a particular kind of set of cultural... Um, let's say normativeness or habits that you just develop, and and I feel really you know proud now to feel that actually I've discovered that through making this film, and I can call myself Australian, <laughs> even though I hated it. I hated it before, but now I feel yeah, hey, you know that's right. We've grown up. I think we're growing up even more, and I think I'd just love to see more 
you know, more stories about these kinds of things and, and then shown as well. I mean, one of the problems with, I think, still, unfortunately, with um, some of the broadcasters here is they just don't, you know, they have particular versions of, of, of what Australian stories are, but there's so many wide, broad, wonderful ones, you know, that, are, uh, that, that need to be shown. Hi, my name is Sophia Turkovich, the director of Once My Mother. Uh, you're listening to Radio 3CR, the real radio station. 3CR Radiothon 2022. 3CR, keep community strong. 3CR Radiothon fundraiser, June 2022. To donate, call 03 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2022. Keep community strong. Three CR keep community strong. Did you know that you can pledge your support to Three CR Radiothon now and pay up later? Call the station during business hours on nine four one nine eight three double seven and tell us what you'd like to donate, and then pay your donation later. Three CR Radiothon twenty twenty two keep community strong. And you're with Annie on Showreel on 3CR during our Radiothon show. And 94198377 is the number. There is an SMS too. We'd love to hear from you. 0488 And you can join Kate from uh, Seddon who donated $100 to Showreel. And John who is from Baldwin. See, we get all over this uh, uh, city. Uh, he also put in $100. So thank you very, very, very much for that. Uh, and I think that uh, deserves a little... Yeah, thank you very much. But of course... We need to make more money. We need to make more money. So, of course, we're going to be uh, pulling out the uh, uh, various uh, bits and pieces to ensure you and to entice you, to to uh, make you think that it, we are an absolutely important thing to uh, put your uh, money into to ensure that Community Radio continues. Mantengamos la fuerza en la comunidad. Keep community strong. El time ya llegó. Time to donate. 3CR Radio Thumb 2022. El time ya llegó. Time to donate. 3CR Radio Thumb 2022. That's right. Be part of the joy because 3CR ensures that uh, you get the community voice. And, of course, Showreel is dedicated to actually focusing on Australian film. And uh, it's very interesting because uh, we're a dying breed, uh, 3CR's Showreel program, because uh, there were uh, more programs on mainstream that focused on uh, uh, Australian movie image, uh, but uh, that they were closed down. They, the movie show, all those kind of things, and someone actually pointed out to me that what I'm doing is actually quite unusual, making people remember why it was important that uh, Australians were able to keep their cultural voice on the moving image screen, because we know that uh, movies and uh, 
uh, web uh, series and uh, features, documentaries, all those kind of things shape people's uh, view of the world and it's become more and more uh, compelling, uh, the uh, evidence that... uh, this is the form of uh, information uh, that people are taking up more and more. And young people particularly are absolutely addicted to documentaries because they are hungry for information. And it's really important that, uh, in my view, that uh, Australians are actually able to put their voice into the pot. Uh, in, fa- in fact, it was quite interesting. Yesterday I listened to a uh, after discussion after a screening, an ABC screening of Ithaca. Now, Ithaca is something that we spoke. We spoke to one of the producer. We spoke to Gabrielle Shipton. Gabrielle Shipton is uh, Julian Assange's half brother, of course. Now, they decided that what they needed to do was actually put out there into the world. Uh, a contrary understanding of the uh, mainstream message about what was at stake in regard to the imprisonment of Julian Assange. Their brother and uh, the father, John Shipton, became the main protagonist of this movie, as well as Stella, Julian Assange's wife, the people who go into bat for Julian. Uh, But of course, the larger issue of uh, press freedom and the fact that the US are allowed to go into any country and take anybody using their law because they don't want people to know what uh, 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 outrageous, shameful actions that they are taking across the world, the human rights abuses. Uh, They don't care about the human rights abuses. They just care about people being uh, told about those human rights abuses. They don't want to fix it up. So what do they do? They target Julian Assange. Now, interestingly enough, the reason I bring it up is because in this discussion, someone said uh, to the speaker who was there, uh, who is an expert on um, uh, it, uh, false messages that are being sent out to uh, change it to manipulate people's view of the world? He said, "What the best the best answer to uh, such things is to actually have a better story, and that's partially what Ithaca was about a better story." But also, that's what 3CR is about, and that's what this program, Showreel, is about. It's about making people understand or hearing, to let them hear the resonance of their own culture rather than just the resonance, resonance of an international culture that is consumed with com- commercial imperatives. And hopefully you share my view and would like to actually donate some money and be like Franks, who has put in $50. She's from St Kilda. And also Melinda. Thank you, Melinda. $25 to keep Showreel going on 3CR. 9419 is the phone number. People are here ready to take your donation. You can go online and donate, of course, and say that you'd love to put the money towards Showreel. That's 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And uh, SMS, we'd love to hear a little bit about what you think is important about the Australian film industry and why it's important. It's not just about uh, the messages, it's also about the work, of course. 04 
8880955 is the SMS number. Uh, we'd love to hear more from you, and uh, this is why you should involve yourself. Mantengamos la fuerza en la comunidad. Keep community strong. El ya llegó. Time to donate. Reseal Radio Dome 2022. El ya llegó. Time to donate. Reseal Radio Dome 2022. Radio Dome needs you now. Go to reseal.org.au. Radiothon needs you now. Go to www.3cr.org.au And if for some reason you didn't understand all that, it's Radiothon 2022. It's time to donate. To do this, go to www.3cr.org.au and pledge your donation. We love you. We need you. Keep the community strong. Hi, my name is Rolf de Heer. I don't live in Melbourne. I live across the water in Tasmania. But if I did live in Melbourne, my number one radio station would be 3CR because it's about community and community matters. Yeah, that's right, Rolf. It does. And uh, he is a great... Australian filmmaker who has brought us just some of the most stunning uh, revelations around Indigenous connection to land uh, from uh, such a profound voice, so important, such important work. And uh, I, uh, one of the things that we do on Showreel, I like to do, I, would, I really like the idea of uh, people getting off their bum and actually getting off and doing stuff. And I know that I have uh, spent a fair amount of time talking to, uh, you know, filmmakers that have progressed in their careers because there's uh, different types of level of entry for people. And sometimes people are actually active on the streets, uh, like Anthony Snowden, who we uh, spoke to about his dedication to filming uh, actions on the streets. And he's um, a, quite an amazing fellow because uh, he does uh, left-wing and right-wing. He was there when the uh, uh, anti-vaxxers were uh, out there uh, chanting their stuff um, because he is absolutely committed to bringing the voices and trying to understand why people do what they do, which is great. It's it's a fantastic type of filmmaking, which is quite different from those who have... Uh, um, uh, I mean, I spoke to a young fellow who is at the beginning of his major studio career. He's Australian. He's uh, been um, given... He was given a, a, a chance to uh, direct a major... Um, thriller, effectively. Uh, it's an American studio shot in uh, a European country. I can't remember, Bulgaria or something like that. And um, it's a fascinating uh, trajectory for a young fellow to, after making his earlier uh, shorts, um, to be picked up for a major film like that, which is, I mean, it's a small, in their terms, it's it's a small uh um, 
investment to see where a person, it's lighting a fuse. That's what it is. It's lighting a career fuse. And that's a fascinating story to find out. And it was a successful film in my view. Um, But uh, we'll see his name later on in lights, no doubt. And uh, But that's the type of thing that we've been doing on uh, this particular program. And uh, I thought that uh, we'd take a peek at uh, um, different persons' views, uh, their role within the uh, uh, making of films in the Australian context and what it's like for them, what, what's their life like. Um, I spoke to a, I, I picked one out of the group of stuff that I've done talking to people, uh, look at how they fo- focus on the world. Um, Jake Ryan, he's an actor and he was uh, a person I spoke to because he was in a film called Streamline. Now, Streamline is an Australian film. Uh, You may not have seen it, but uh, if you get a chance, it's really worth seeing because it's uh, a film about a young boy who is being groomed to become a an Olympic swimmer or rather he's on he's he's also having a career fused you know uh, a light being uh, a fuse being lit he may or may not he puts everything into this endeavor to become an Olympic standard swimmer and at any point it may go awry interestingly enough one of the uh uh, executive producers was Ian Thorpe, so it was obviously important film for someone like him to try and get this message across. The other thing that was fascinating about this particular film was bec- it was that it actually describes a struggling working class family on the edge. This is the world that this boy comes from, uh, and uh, in a rural setting, which is really quite fascinating because how often does that actually get depicted? Uh, anyway, Jake Ryan plays his older brother, uh, and um, but th- that's uh, we don't. This is not the what this excerpt is about. This is about how Jake got to be an actor. I mean, I started off. It was the last thing on my mind. I think um, all through my primary school, high school, I had sort of uh, I dove into um, taekwondo quite heavily, competition side of it, um, <clears throat> with the sort of aim and dream of Olympic uh, of Olympic glory, and that um, I was all sort of going to plan and through my late teens and early twenties, um, and. I'd met along the way. I had uh, my dad had a pub in Melbourne in Richmond that I used to work at in between sort of training during the day. And one of the old locals there was a, an old actor. I didn't know he was an actor. I just thought he was one of the locals, Billy Hunter. And oh he, yeah, um, right. He's, sort he's of not just an actor. He's a really fantastic actor. No, I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I had no, I had no idea who anyone was at that time. And he was just a, 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 an old guy. I said because he was an. I didn't know that. At the time, I mean, a lot of people probably don't know, Bill used to, he was a world-class swimmer at one point. I mean, he had a record, an Australian record over Murray Rose for about three minutes, I think, at one point, and then got beaten in the next finals. But he was a competitive swimmer, and that's how he got into um, into, into acting himself. Um, I think he was a body double for Gregory Peck or something like that for a swimming film, and that sort of started. He, so he sort of took a shine to my sort of sporting you know, career, and we used to talk a lot about that because, you know, he sort of, his sporting side, little did I know he was actually quite a well-known actor and he'd always sort of said, I thought he was joking, that, you know, once we're done with the sport, we'll 
would point you in the right direction to, to get you in front of the camera. And I used to just laugh it off. And um, and then down the track, I think I realised that he was, you know, he was such an accomplished actor. And it just, uh, it, it, it just, it ignited a little spark, I guess. It, but it didn't, um, he didn't do it. I didn't do anything or open any doors or anything like that. He just sort of, you know, planted a seed and sort of let it grow. And um, and from then on, so I sort of, I thank him and I curse him now. Um, <laughs> but I've been doing it for a good 12, 15 years. But um, yeah, very, you know, and I had a knee injury that sort of put me out of contention of competing anymore. So it was a kind of, a, that was a blessing in disguise because I, I sort of, you know, I ended up moving up to Sydney not long after and, um, you know, trying to get into drama school for a few years. It took me a few years to actually get in, but, and then, um, and yeah, and then that, that was it. I sort of, uh, I'm here now, so. And it took yeah, you over. It was, it, was an, it was an accident. Yeah, well, there you go. See, that's one man's story. And uh, this is the sort of thing that uh, you find out. Uh, it's a real, real adventure. And it's a real life thing for real life people being filmmakers and uh, being part of the film industry. And it's important that Australia actually is part of that uh, cultural maelstrom because uh, I'm old enough to remember the uh, tip of the wave, uh, the second wave of Australian uh, filmmaking that started in the 70s. I mean, I was young in the 80s and uh, I saw people uh, take the... uh, uh, the bit in their mouths and uh, just believe that they could make films, which they did, and they make film clips and they did a whole range of things against the cu- the current, against the... Uh, and um, interestingly enough, I was actually saw Elvis last night, and um, which is, you know, a big number. The person who shot that film, Mandy King, was actually one of the people who was part of that coterie of people that I remember from that time. She was a focus puller on one of the films that uh, I remember the people I knew were making. So there you go. Uh, (laughs) People start from the uh, earliest uh, days and climb to the hideous heights. Uh, But that's not what... Uh, showreel is about showreel is about people uh, taking taking the uh, steps to uh, build careers and to actually get their their version of the world out there in the world being uh, brave and uh, taking all the steps and the hard work to fulfill uh, their visions of the world around them and that film and moving image craft it doesn't just fall off the back of a truck. It is a lifetime's dedication, and that's what Showreel is about. And we'd love you to send some money our way, 94198377, so we can continue to tell those stories, 94198377. You can donate online and uh, say you're giving some money towards Showreel uh, by uh, 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And uh, there's also the SMS. You can pledge your support 0488 809 855. Thank you for listening. I'm very proud of doing this show and I hope that you are happy uh, with the snippets of information, the opening of the door, the little peek in to the world of people who are completely engaged 
in making sure that Australian content continues in this realm. Coming up next is Published or Not. Uh, I'm going to go out with, oh, this is a, this is a lovely film, uh, this is a lovely song. Um, it's got nothing to do with films, but it is an Australian performer. Enjoy listening to this podcast? 3CR is a community radio station, and you, the listener, are part of that community. Right now, it's our radiothon, and we need you to pitch in with a few dollars to keep the station going. We can't do it without you. It's easy. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your donation really matters. Help keep community strong for another year.